<clears throat> we are doing DAF mem tests, and we're in the middle of discussing this uh, interesting scenario of three courtyards, which all have their own next to each other, which all have their own openings to the Rishis Rabin, but also have openings to each other. And uh, the question is, they could theoretically make an Arab together, but they, what happened was that the middle one made two independent Eruvim, one with each outer Chatzar, but the two outer Chatzars were not enjoined in any way together. They didn't make an Arab in any way together. So the question is, what the halach is. So we have Reb Shimon's lenient opinion. Reb Shimon is saying that the, although the two outer chutzers are not together in any way, so they can't, you can't carry an item from one outer chutzer to a, a different outer chutzer, but it's motor to carry between the um, the middle chutzer and the two outer ones. That's Reb Shimon's lenient opinion. And the Chachamim were concerned that, no, it was like a, we saw like a Xera, that uh, person might come to, if they would, let's say an item from the outer chatzar would be moved into the middle courtyard, then that item might end up subsequently being moved to the other outer courtyard, which would be the violation. So the Rabbanon say you can't move things back and forth. So now the Gemara says, This halacha here um, by Rab Shimon, that you can carry between the outer and the middle, the outer and the middle courtyard is only like Rab Shimon. You could have one Rishos that many other Rishuos use. But one, one, um, one people of one place can't be living in two different places at the same time. So meaning many people can come together with their bread and be considered to be living in one place. But you can't put bread in two different places and say, I'm living in both places. So the middle chutzr here, there's a big problem. They're making two independent eruvim, one with one outer chutzr and one with the other outer chutzr. And let's say, just to keep it simple, like we learned yesterday, maybe they're keeping it in the outer chutzr. What's really going on is that they're 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 spreading themselves too thin, so to speak, because they're making they're making two eruvs, one is in one outer chutzer, one is in the outer outer chutzer, so it doesn't make any sense because where are they living? So what's going to end up happening is that the rabbanon say is that they're not going to be allowed to carry anything from their houses into either one of the outer chutzeros because the fact that they made two eruvim messes them up completely. So had they just only made one eruv, so they'd be allowed to carry into the courtyard that they made the eruv with. But if they make two. So you can't be living in both chatzeres at the same time. So now the halacha is going to be that they can't carry at all from the middle courtyard to any of the outer ones. Says the Gemara, when Rav Yudah says, I said this over in front of Shmuel Amali, he said to me, even Rav Shimon also agrees with that. You think Rav Shimon held that you can carry from the middle courtyard to the outside? No, it doesn't make any sense. Because Rav Shimon agrees that the middle courtyard has spread itself too thin by making two a ruvim. And he agrees that you can't carry from the middle courtyard to the outer courtyard. And Rav Shimon says it's mutter in the Mishnah. He only means that you can carry from the outer courtyard to the middle courtyard. Because that makes sense. The outer courtyard is only as only one uh, is only is becoming enjoined with the middle one, but not with anything else. They're not considered like they're living with two different places. So each outer courtyard can move things to the middle courtyard. But in the Hanami, Reb Shimon himself agreed to the argument we made that you can't move anything from the middle courtyard to the outer courtyard because the middle people uh, have messed themselves up by making two eruvim. So then if even Reb Shimon concedes that you can't move from the middle courtyard to the outer courtyard, and all he was saying is that you can move from the outer courtyard to the, to, to, to the inner one, so then what are the Chachamim disagreeing about? Must be the Chachamim old. That all three chutzers are also one to the other, uh, that they hold that, that because we're concerned that something from the outer chutzer, if it goes to the middle courtyard, might end up being moved to the other outer courtyard. So the Chacham just say everything is Asr completely. And the Gemara brings a Brisa that supports this, this idea of the Machlokas. I was said to Rebuda, I'll leave it to Shmuel. Brisa was said, like Rebuda's quote that he said in the name of Shmuel. Amar Shim, Shim said the Mazar, but what's it like the Shavash Chatzir, Psuchazuzu? It's like a Chatzir, that are open one to the other. Psuchamash Ram, they also have an entrance way to the Shazarabim. Irbushtime themselves. If the two outer Chatzirs made an air together with the middle one, 
that someone from the outer chutz could bring food from his house into the middle chutz and eat there. And someone from the other outer chutz could bring food from his house into the middle chutz and eat there. This outer chutz could return whatever food was left over back to his house. And the question for the other outer chutz could return whatever food was left over back to his house. So you see here that all Reb Shimon is allowing it's for the people in the outer courtyards to bring things into the middle courtyard and back. He's not necessarily saying, he's not necessarily saying though, that the people of the middle courtyard could carry into the outer one. All he was saying is that the people of the outer ones could carry into the middle. All three are authors that are each other. So here, the Brisa is only saying, the Mamash like with this version we just said, it's only being Matar according to Rabshim, people from the outer Chatzar to carry back and forth between their Chatzar and the middle one, but not necessarily people from the middle Chatzar to carry from the, to the outer one. And in the Chachamim's opinion, all three Chatzars are Asr. So the Gemara says that the Azashmul Tame Shmuel Lashitasa. In other words, Shmuel just made that Rav Shimon isn't as lenient as we would have thought. Someone may have thought that according to Rav Shimon, you can carry not only from the outer chutzur to the middle one, but also from the middle one to the outer one. Rav Shimon has limited it and said, no, the middle ones, middle residents of the, have messed themselves up by making two rooms so they can't carry out. So Shmuel is Lashitasa. Damar Shmuel Chatzur Shmei Mavos. Let's say a case you have a scenario. You have a chutzur that's located between two mavos. Mavos, remember, are the alleyways that get you from the chutzur to the street. So a chutzur opens to two separate mavos, one on each side. Um Shams, if he, if 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 the chutzur Makes us two separate eruvim with each of the mavos asurim shneim. It's also with both mavos, meaning the people of the chazer aren't allowed to carry anything from their houses into the mavos. So what's the pshat? Because this idea they spread themselves too thin. Whenever you're going to make two eruvs, it's going to be like you live in each of the mavos, but you can't live in both mavos at the same time. So therefore, that 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 conflict messes them up, and now they can't carry from the chazer to to any mavos. So this is exactly like Shmuel was saying in Reb Shimon. So if if we would have said not like Shmuel and Reb Shimon was even more lenient and Reb Shimon held you could make two errors and still be much with both, then then we would have maybe gone like Reb Shimon because Allah could never make a error. And then Allah with this chatz between Shimon and both would have been different. We would have said even if they make an error with both, it could be much with both. But now we're saying not that way. Now we're saying that um, now we're saying that even Reb Shmuel is making the argument that even Reb Shimon wasn't so lenient. He was only making to carry for the people of the outer chatz or into the middle one, but not vice versa. So now Shmuel's statement over there makes sense. Okay, now the Gemara continues. Lo irvam shneim. Stam. This is a continuation of what Shmuel said. If the chutzur did not make an erev with either of the chutzeros, so our sales are shneim. And asers, all the people living who live, all the other people who live in the uh, other ones to carry into the mavoi. And because right, that's the that's the idea. You're going to have multiple private domains accessing the same the same spot. Because remember, the people in the chutzur in the middle, they have a right of going into the, each each mavoi. So it's as if they, they live in the Mavi and they're not enjoined in the air. Even though they don't really like live there, they don't have a house in the other Mavi, it's a chutzar between them, but they have the right of passage. They walk. It's called Teresa Sarekal. They walk through. So therefore, they uh, if they don't join in the air of it's going to Aser on the other on the other uh, Mavois, on the other on the other residents in the Mavi, because there's one person who still has access who hasn't joined in the air. But if they usually walk through, remember there's two entranceways to to either Mavi. So Maybe it is that one time they usually usually they go out one one of the mavos and they don't usually go out the other. Zuzhigilavos the mavo that they usually go out with is Asr because it's as if they have residence there and they haven't joined in the mavo and they haven't joined in the air with the mavo so it Asr's on it. It's actually but the other mavo which they don't normally uh, walk through that one is mutter because um, it's not viewed like they're living there because that one is the uh, that one is the extra, so to speak. Um, that's kind of, they're not, it's there, but they don't have the right 
a passage. I mean, even though technically they have the right, but they don't, they don't usually uh, utilize it. They don't usually go there. So we don't view it like they're living there. So even if they didn't make an error with it, it is not a problem for the people of that Mavi to, to make a Mavi, uh, to make an error between themselves, even though the people of the Chatzar is not included. We're still not, we're not going to say that, oh, there's a private person who has rights here who hasn't joined in the era because his rights is only to walk through and he seldomly uses it. So it's not considered he's a resident of that Mavi. Says the Gemara, another Let's say the Chatzar made an Erev, Dafka with the Mavi that it doesn't usually walk out with. So then, the Mavi, which they uh, usually walk, walk out with, is mutter by itself. Um, what's the idea that that is mutter by itself? So Rashi explains if you if if, if they, once they made the Arab with the with the with, with the with the the the, the mavoi that they don't normally walk out with. So what they have done is they pulled themselves out of their normal mavoi. They like it's like a, they're saying we're not with you anymore. We're going with the with the other mavoi. They they again they have rights of access to both and they can walk through to get to the street by accessing both. They normally walk out one, not they don't normally walk out the other. But when they make the arrow with the one they don't normally walk out with, they're like associating themselves with that one. So now what that does is that it basically automatically says we're not part of the, the other mavoi that we didn't make an error with. And now that other mavoi can make an error for itself even without um, having these guys on board. Says the Let's say the mavoi, right? What's the, the, the people in the middle of usually walk by? Walk through it, and that mavoi made its own erev. Uh, the other, all the other chazers, the mavoi made an erev, but, but, but not, but not with the chazer. And the, and the other mavoi, which the people of the chazer don't usually walk out with, they didn't make an erev anyway. So, anyways, in the in the other mavoi, they're not, no one's. It's also to carry because they stopped didn't make an erev. In itself, the middle chazer didn't join. So you know what we do? We force the people of the middle chazer to use for Shabbos to use the mavoi. To use the mavi that they don't usually walk out to, from. Why are they going to do that? Why? What? What does that do? Because if, if they're if, if they'll if they'll say, hey, we're only going to use the, the our right of access to the mavi that we don't usually. So then, so then that mavi will remain usher. But anyways, it was going to be usher because they didn't make an error between themselves anyway. Just so the but the mavi that they usually walk out with, they were in the state of ushering that mavi because they usually walk out there, and so it's like they have residence and they had an enjoyment with an air with them, so they were in the state of ushering them. But if they're going to say, we're going to push them away for Shabbos and say, don't use this mavi, only go use the mavi mavi, then it will be mad to them. And this idea is, going to say, we force against the behavior of stone. Meaning, the idea is that one mavi anyway is going to be us. So you have nothing to, to gain or lose whether or not you let the, whether or not you only go to the mavi that you don't usually use. Whereas if you continue exercising your right of going to the mavi you usually use, you're going to answer on them. So we say, be a mensch, be a good person. Why not? You have nothing to lose and you can only help somebody else. So if you can help somebody else, then we're machai of that din, or machai of them to go out the mavi that they don't usually go out of, and then the mavi that they, they usually go out of that mavi that we did make an error for now, but forgot to incorporate the chater, they will have a heter, they will have a heter to carry on Shabbos. Says the Gemara. Now we just learn more general dinim about erev chateres. Let's say, right? How does erev chateres work? That everyone gives the bread together and they're joined with the bread. It's as if we're all sharing the same food. So what happens if one of the people is very mockbit about his Arab? Meaning he doesn't he doesn't want anyone else eating his bread. He want, I'm not, he's not so happy. He's not so willing to share with everybody. So he gives bread, but he's not necessarily willing to share it. Ain't the Arab. The Arab is no good. Mashmo, because what's his name? Arishmo. Arab means mixing, right? So it's not called mixing if I don't want you to eat my portion of the Arab. Khanina Amar, Khanina disagrees. He says Aruva Arab. Actually, it is an Arab. But the person is called. Um, like a person of Ardina, people of Ardina were known that they were very, 
they were very makbid and, and in general not so generous. So it, it works according to the second opinion of Kalina, but the person is not referred to. We don't know him as being such a good person for what he did. Says the Gemara review, if somebody separates his part of the Arab, but he puts it in his own clea, it's not an Arab. Meaning, instead of putting it in the same clea with everybody else's, he makes its own his own thing. He puts it in his own clea. So the Gemara says, why is it no good? Come on, can we shaman? Well, you're only going to be shaman the time. Like it says in Brisa Hamishu, if five people in Ochatz are all collected the bread to make the Arab and a Sush, they kill him. But instead of putting it together, they put it into two separate kalim. Bishami says it's not a good Arab. Bishol says it is a good Arab. So it sounds like it's no good here because one is took it out and put it into a separate kli. So the Gemara is bothered. What? That only goes like Beishamai. Because according to Beishil, that the air could be kept in a separate kli. So what's the problem? Let it be kept in a separate kli. Says the Gemara, I feel the time of We could be going like Beishil as well. I can become a Beishil also. When Beishil say that the air is good, even when it's in two separate kli. It's only where, let's say, you put it all, tried to put it onto one kli, but there was too much. So we say that with the part that doesn't fit, you could put it into a second kli. But where you took out the air and you dafka put it into the second kli, when it could have fit in the first kli, then even Basil agrees it's no it's no good. He only allows it to be in the second kli when it couldn't fit. And again, this seems to be that like an idea is like again that air is supposed to be somewhat of a of, of a mixing. So if if you could if you could put it all in the, in the one and you dafka don't and you put it into a second one, then we have a problem. Um, and, and, and the Erev is no good. But if there's just too much to fit, and therefore you put it into a separate Kli, that's where Vishama says it's no good, but Vizal says it's good. It says, Why do I need both things from Shmuel? Shmuel said two things, that it's no good if the Erev, if one of the people didn't want, Yudafka <coughs> didn't want anyone else he didn't, to eat his thing, he didn't want to share, and that it's not it's no good if the bread is put into a second Kli. So it's really the same point, right? It has to be all mixed. So why do I need both statements? If it was only said there, in the case about the makbid, I would say Mishim the kapid. There is makbid. But in the case of the where it's put into separate kilim, you don't necessarily see that the person is makbid that he doesn't want to partner with the rest of the people. You don't see that he's just putting it into a separate kli. But you don't see the hakpada necessarily. So I would have said that it is good. That's why he has to tell us no that if there is room in the first one and you don't put it there, then we have a problem. Continues the gemara. If you only said this halacha about the Arab put into two kilim, Mishim the pagamiflag. I would say because you separated it, so you're, they're not together. It can't be called that it's Aero if they're if they're Dafka not placed together. But in the case of the person who's Makbid, so even if you don't you don't want to share, but the Maisa, you put the bread right there together with everybody, so it's together. So I would say it's okay. It's and therefore it's a chiddush was necessary to say for both statements of Shmuel that there's no good if a person is Makbid, and it's no good if they're kept in separate kid. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Abba the Rabbi Yehuda, the Vey Mizal the Vey Mizai. By Zakai, he says a place where he made wine. He asked him the question. Did Shmuel really say this? That if someone's cholik the Arab, he puts his Arab separately from what else is no good. Rabbi Shmuel shows said something else. Right? Ever you get you gather bread and you keep it in one house. The house that's keeping the bread, you know, Shmuel said it doesn't have to put any bread on its own. My time. Why not? How is it together with everybody else if it didn't give its bread? La Mishum, the Omar must be that we say command the Malvasal. It says if it says if. It's put here. You know, it's, he has bread in a different basket. Everyone has food in their house. So the food that's in his basket, so my house, command the to consider it as if it's put here in the kli with everyone else. So meaning, we basically say, who cares that one's in one kli and one's in another kli? It's as if they're, they're together. That must be the way it works. So to here, where the bread is in a separate kli, it should be good. Because since it's in, it may be a different basket, but we should consider it all together. Just like we say that the house that holds the Erev doesn't need to put bread because automatically we assume 
any bread that he has is enjoined with the other bread, even though it's not in the same kli. So anytime you split it into two separate kilos, it shouldn't be a problem. So I'm a lay bread. You get the answer. There, no, it's not the vart that we're combining his bread that's in a different basket with this bread. Stam, there's no, he doesn't need to give bread at all. My time, what's the reason? To cool Achadari, because him and everyone else, they all live in this house. So meaning, how does Erev work? Erev works that you live in the place where your bread is. So the guy whose house it is, he doesn't have to put an Erev. He literally lives where he lives. So there's no need to put an Erev. It's not the shot. It's not the shot that you're, that you're combining you're combining his bread in a different basket with this bread. That's not the lambda. The lambda says that his house is just exempt from giving bread. Uh, so we've defended what Shmuel said, that the air cannot be kept in two separate baskets. Continues the Gemara. How does air work? It works because you make you acquire something. So meaning you're acquiring the house, you're acquiring a part. When you collect all the bread, so each person is, is, is by give, by, he's like he's paying for it. He's paying for a share of the house. So it's now they all, it's like everybody is, uh, uh, owns the house together. So it's a fascinating idea that that's the way it's working. Everybody's paying for rights to, to be in the house of uh, the place where the Arab is kept. If you're going to ask, if the Arab is so why don't we just, why, why are you giving bread? Why don't you just give them money? Because money is not usually found in Arab Shabbos. You know, bread is around. People don't necessarily have cash flow. They don't have liquid cash on Arab Shabbos. So that's why the rabbi said to use bread. Says that well, hey, make people where you actually use money, it should work. Meaning maybe it's not ideal, but it should be valid. So the Gemara says no. The Rabbanon said it doesn't work because they were concerned people might think that the money is the ikker way of making an error. One time you want to have a ma, I'll say the rubik pass, and they won't think that they are allowed to use bread. So I'll say the rubik kalkule, and now it will cause error to be forgotten about, it, which won't be good. So therefore, we say dafka use bread, and actually you you cannot. Actually, the Rabbanon went ahead and said you cannot use regular money, even though, according to this opinion, the rationale for Arab is that you're acquiring rights in the house where the Arab is kept. Rabbama, Rabbah says, Arab, you shouldn't be here. It's a different thing. It's like it's, it's like it's like you live there. It's a symbolic idea. You, you are where your bread is. So it's like you live there. You don't, may not have acquired an actual legal, uh, legal right in the house by giving the bread, but it's as if you live there because you gave the bread. Mahabinah, what's practically the difference between the two opinions? You can have a Could you use a kli? You want to say you want to use a kli instead of bread? If it's Mishum Kenyan, it's good. If it's Mishum Dira, it's no good. Or if it's less than Shavar Pruta. So if it's Mishum Kenyan, so money transactions have to be worth a Pruta or else they don't go through. But if it's Mishum Dira, then as long as the bread is there, we don't care. It doesn't necessarily have to be worth a Pruta. Or the Katan. Could a kid collect the air of bread? So if you're making a Kenyan, so a kid can't make a Kenyan. But if a kid is just collecting the bread and then wherever your bread is, that's where your mentality is that you're living, then it's okay. Says the Gemara by the Rabbi. Rabbi said the Rabbi. Listen, Kasha, you're you're right. You're 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 Shita. Then Erev is a is a Kenyan. Shmuel Kasha Shmuel, and Shmuel, 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 Shmuel is also is also Kasha. I'm sorry. Rabbi was the one who said it's Mishum Dira. Both opinions are Shvar. Rabbi who said Mishum Dira is Shvar, and Shmuel that is Mishum Kenyan is Shvar. Why? The Tanya says in the Brisa, Chamisha covers even five people collected the Erev. They're trying to make an Erev between the, them and the next Chazar. So when they take the Arab to another place, and everyone, they're trying to combine, all the people of the Chazar are trying to combine with a neighboring Chazar. So everybody gives bread, and when they actually go to give the bread to the next Chazar, one person can take it for all of them. So Haniu, the Kanila, he's only one making a Kenyan, but too low, no one else is making the Kenyan. So Shmuel, that says it's Mishum Kenyan, how, how could such a thing be? Who knew the Dyer and another Kasha? Only the person who took it is making is making uh, making a deer in the new chazer. Too low, no one else is doing it. So basically, what the Gemara is trying to figure out is 
how does it work that one person takes the whole area to another area? That doesn't make sense. When I was five people and one chatzer have been joined together, fine, they could do that. They all get bread, they're joined together. But now one person takes the bread and takes it to another chatzer and puts it down. Now we're saying that that whole chatzer is enjoyed with the other chatzer. How? If it's Mishim Kenyan, it's hard to understand. Not only one guy made the Kenyan, everybody made the Kenyan. If it's Mishim Deer, the same problem. Not everybody's moved the bread. So how do they all take up residence in the second place? Amalei, Lili Di Kasha. It's not difficult for me, but Lodish Mokasha is not difficult for Shmuel. Shlicha Sukulaka of the that one person is acting as an agent of everybody else. He's a shliach for everybody. So it's as if they all made a Kenyan, it's as if they all made residence according to Rabbah, it's all good. Says this Shimon about the cases with the Khatzer, that uh, it's mutter to carry from the middle one to the outer one or, or back and forth, maybe only the outer one to the middle one, as we discussed earlier in the daf today. Uh, it's mutter like Rab Shimon, not like the Mahmar opinion of the Rabbanan that don't allow um, carrying between the Chatzar since the two outer ones were not enjoined. Okay, so now we learn about uh, this, the premise of the next mission is that there's a big Kula. So a person is traveling on the road, and um, so he could be Konish Visa where he is on the road. If he goes, but then he would only have 2,000 Amaris from where he is. But he knows that close by, he knows that close by, within 2,000 Amaris where he can go, is a is a place he knows you know let's say there's a there's a city so he says i have my das is to be konish visa in the city so he could do that as long as it's within two thousand amas of where he is he can declare that his intent is to be konish visa in the city and then his tchum would start from the city and he would have two thousand amas in any direction from the city so now the mark the mark gives cases how it works someone's traveling friday afternoon it's getting dark but he knows of a tree or a fence that's within 2,000 amas of where he is. And the point is, he knows that that place is within 2,000 amas of where he is now, and also 2,000 amas of where he wants to end up at his future, at his end destination, is, let's say his house. So he wasn't wanting to be Konishvisa here because more than his house is more than 2,000 amas away. He wants to be Konishvisa by the tree because then he'll be within 2,000 amas of his house. So he says before Shabbos that I want my Shvisa to be right. Uh, to be under the tree. Lomar Klum, he hasn't said anything because the area under the tree, beneath the tree, is very big. So you haven't been miyach, you haven't specified a specific four ama area as where you're being cornered. You left it too vague. You just said it's under the tree, so therefore it doesn't work. And there's no, uh, no Kenyan under the tree. But if he said, I want it to be at the trunk, meaning he defined a specific place, so since he said the trunk, so now that's where it is. You can go from the place where he's standing out to the tree trunk as long as within 2,000 amas. And then that's where his real residence is. From the trunk back to his house, another 2,000 amas. It ends up that he ends up traveling after after it already is Shabbos up to 4,000 amas. Because his real dira is by the trunk of the tree. So he's moving less than 2,000 amas to get his real dira. And the trum is 2,000 amas radius from, from, the, from the tree. So he can go home. If it's less than two thousand ama from the tree as well, Mainomaker, Let's say he doesn't know of a specific tree. He doesn't know how to do it. I mean, he doesn't know the halacha that he's allowed to make 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 a be konah shvisa like this. So he just said, "I want to be kona where I am, right where I right where I am now." So he was not miyachin anything else. Zochah where he is from right now, two thousand ama in any direction. Says the the Mishnah Agula. So let's say the two thousand amas. Oh, so now the 2,000 amas, it's a radius, so it goes in a circle. It's a circle. The diameter is 4,000 amas. No, it should be done like a square, like a board, 4,000 amas. And the reason it does because then you gain the corners. Remember, in a circle, right, the square that goes around the circle is, uh, is 1.4 times that size. We know from the Gemara, 
So if you square it, you're going to get extra more. So there's a leniency that the Ravonin said that you're able to view the Tchum not as 2,000 Amma circle radius, but rather as a Tchum with the sides of the square all 4,000 Amma. Now this traveler is being Konish Visa, where he is, Zui Shama, this is what the Chachamim were talking about when they said, that a poor person who's traveling can just make an Arab with his feet. He doesn't have any food, so he just makes the Arab with his Presence. We can only say this for a poor person, but a rich person has to use bread. Even a rich person can use with his physical presence, can make an error. The only time that we said using bread, we only said that in order to make it easier for the rich man, so he doesn't have to go out, doesn't have to be burdened before Shabbos starts and make an error with his feet. Um, and he shouldn't be burdened by actually having to go there and stay there when Shabbos starts. We say, oh, you can just put your bread. But of course, if you want to actually be physically present, that's the best. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. Uh, we're talking about a traveler who's on the road. So someone who's on traveling on the road, so if he wants to go to Shvisa where he is and get a 2,000 amatrum from his present location, that can work. But let's say a person knows he's more than 2,000 amas away from his house. That wouldn't allow him to get back home. So there's a special kula that if he wants to be konosh shvisa at a specific designed location uh, that's within 2,000 amas of where he is presently, and that then will then be within 2,000 amas of his house, that will work. So he'll say, I'll be konosh shvisa under, let's say, a tr- right under a tree. Specifically, he names the trunk of the tree that's within 2,000 amas of where he is. Then he'll be konosh shvisa there. And that will be where his residence is when Shabbos starts. He'll be able to go there because he's within 2,000 Amos of that. And then once he gets there, he'll be able to proceed uh, within 2,000 more Amos to his house. But the Mishnah spoke about a case, a person who's traveling, and instead of saying, uh, specifically naming, you know, I'm being quoted in the trunk of the tree, he just says somewhere under the tree. But he doesn't define a specific space. So the Mishnah says he hasn't said anything. So the Gemara analyzes, bottom of Tesman Bay's, my Lomar Klum. What does it mean he hasn't said anything? Amar Rav, Lomar Klum, Kalikar, he's literally said nothing. His statement goes completely meaningless. Now it's totally meaningless, and he has no tchum whatsoever. Why? Because he has shown that he doesn't want to be Konosh Visa where he is, because he intended, he said, under the tree, I want to be Konosh Visa. But he can't be Konosh Visa under the tree, because we're going to see Rob's opinion is that if you don't name a specific defined space, then it's a, you can't be Konosh Visa. So if it's just somewhere randomly under the tree, but he doesn't say where, he can't be Konosh Visa under the tree. So he kind of lost it all. He can't be Konosh Visa where he is because he intends to be Konosh Visa otherwhere, other than other place, and it's going to where he wanted to be Konosh Visa doesn't work because he, do, he didn't name a specific spot. So therefore he's stuck. According to Rav, he can't go more than four hours. Shmuel Amar Loma Kulmaveso. No, when the Mishra said he doesn't say anything, it just means that he's not going to be able to get back home. But he could go to the bottom of the tree. And the Mar is going to clarify for us, coming up on, on, on the Ahmed base, that the case is that the entire bottom of the tree is within 2,000 amas of where he is. So according to Shmuel, he's Konosh Shvisa somewhere under the tree, but we don't know where. So since he's within 2,000 amas, even to the far side of the tree from where he is now, he can definitely go throughout the end of the tree. However, since we don't know where that 2,000 amas is, and his house is not within 2,000 amas of the entire bottom of the tree, but only to a part of it. So let's say if it's to the far side from where the house is, then, um, and, and he was Konosh Shvisa in the, in, the, in, in, in the far side of where the house is, then he wouldn't be able to, to go back home because it would be more than 2,000 amas. So we don't know. So therefore we say, We treat the bottom of the tree like the donkey driver who's also the camel driver. Like we said, we don't know where it is. We have the chumras of both. So he comes to measure the tchum from the north side to see how far to the north. So we have to be concerned that um, the tchum is really all the way on the south side of the tree 
and that uh, and that, and that you should you should count all, all only from the from the south. But if he wants to go measure from the south, we have to be machmor to him and say, hey, maybe your tchum is really from the north. So bottom line is, as long as the tree is within two thousand am of where he is, the whole tree, then he's be able to go from the whole tree. But if his house is let's say only within two thousand am from one end of the tree and not the under end of the tree, he won't be able to go back home. So according to Shmuel, definitely he's kona erev under the tree. The question just is where it is, since we don't know where it is. So practically speaking, if his house is not within two thousand am from the entire bottom of the tree, even from the far side, he's not going to be able to get back home. But he definitely is kona shvisa somewhere under the house, and he's not. Uh, someone to the tree and he's not stuck to the four amas where he is. So 